Welcome back to Off the Dope and Not the Crazy House with Anthony Ray. You are now listening to Anthony Ray. And I know it's been a long time no here, but I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming through. I see y'all are listening to the Bounce Back, Bouncing Back episode, which is the last episode. And I didn't realize it had been since September that I posted my last video until I was talking to my brother and he was like, so how many episodes you got? And I went and checked. And I saw September on it. I was like, whoa, because I didn't even re- realize it. I'm, I'm really in a phase where I'm I'm working here. Like, I'm really, I'm trying. So I'm actively doing things on a regular basis that are to free myself. And my routines have gotten kind of normal. And somehow I pushed this out of my routine. And that's not a good thing because... I enjoy doing this. I do. And I don't want to leave y'all hanging either. So when I jumped on here, I didn't even really know what I was going to be talking about because I hadn't prepared for it in so long. But I was listening to something on YouTube and they were saying, just do the thing. Like, just don't hesitate. Give it as it is. And so I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So part of me was like, okay, I want to get on here and you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about the fentanyl, all the overdosing that has occurred in the past, you know, few months. Cuz I hadn't I hadn't talked about it, but I had written down notes about it. And now I can't find the notes. And I hadn't done any research before I jumped on here. I just jumped on here. Then I was like, that made me think about another topic which was These drug dealers don't give a damn about the people that they're serving. Never have. We could talk about that. And then I was like, but it's also the end of the year, though. So being that it's the end of the year, I probably need to talk to them about trying to stay sober over the holidays. Because you know how people feel about their holidays. I don't celebrate them, but a lot of people do. So... Maybe I need to try to help them get through the holidays. I'm like, cool. Then I'm like, but it is the end of the year. So maybe I need to clarify any incorrection, any incorrect information I've given over the year, throughout the year, or anything that seemed to be kind of blurry, you know, in the way that I communicated it, or anything that I actually don't feel that way anymore. Maybe I need to do that. So I was like, man, where do I start? So... Um, we just gonna start, alright, because that's just kind of what this is all about, it's just taking the bull by the horns and starting to fight, starting to fight with it, (laughs) getting into the fight, getting into the fray, jumping in, and so let's begin by As always, I hope you're staying physically fit. And I'm actually taking a week off right now from physical fitness. Start back tomorrow, hopefully. And no, I am starting back tomorrow. And I took a week off because I just wanted to. I just wanted to. It's not my religion. 
And I want those of us on here who have addictive thought processes and who who like stuff deeply, easily, to take into mind how we like stuff. And not to turn everything into a religion is important for some of us. Because some of us will beat up on ourselves and like me who if, if I don't get things done and and I think that that's necessary sometimes. It's necessary to be tough on yourself sometimes. But when it comes to this addiction thing as well, I think it's it's necessary to after you've done that, what do you do? Or do you just keep being tough on yourself? So for me, I just said, man, you know, I'm a I'm a I want to take a break. And I took a break. Not to mention, I saw some stuff in a magazine back in the middle institution that said every four weeks is a good time to take a break so that your body can rebuild itself and it'll help you make better gains when you come back. So that's a plus two. So I hope you're out there staying physically fit. As I always say, this is a good time for me to clarify with the toothpaste thing too. If you brush your teeth too many times a day, there is a downside. You can actually end up you know removing the enamel on your teeth if you if you overbrush they call it so do some research on overbrushing now from what i found they couldn't i didn't get a certain number so if you need to go seek out your dentist or whoever and ask them if, if there's a max amount of times um without that information though i would tell you this what i this is how i move with it i do have an enamel strengthening toothpaste of course um, sometimes that I use But for the most part I try to use all natural toothpaste You know with no sugar Low sugar or all natural substances And um, Fluoride free But I think they were supposed to be putting the fluoride in there To strengthen the teeth or whatever I'm not sure but It, it is a chemical And it's not It's not uh, Good for you I'm sure in large quantities So Um I do use that one the most, the fluoride free. And I also want you to know that over time, you're not going to probably brush your teeth as much, you know, for cravings as you would when you first start this process. So right, like right now, I don't brush my teeth anywhere near as much as I was brushing it last year, um, you know, on a regular throughout the day. I'm still brushing my teeth quite a bit because I just like good hygiene. So if I eat something, I'm brushing you know, if I feel my breath going haywire, I'm, I'm brushing. <laughs> you know, these are, it's just something I don't think is ever going to change from now on. And it's something that I'm I'm really proud of. And so, uh, I know it seems weird, but I am. I'm proud of it. Because it's, it's, it's just a good habit to have. And it is an actual confidence builder to be able to be in somebody's face and know that you're good at all times, you know. No, you ain't got to whisper. I could yell in your face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, not that I'm finna yell in your face necessarily, but if I had to, you know what I mean, you'd be good, you know what I mean? And um, this is the... Uh, one of those clarity, those those things I want to clarify. So, if you do need to brush as well, if you, if you are doing the brushing thing, I will also tell you, don't use a hard or medium toothbrush. Try to find you a soft or ultra soft toothbrush. Because 
those hard toothbrushes, people think that they're scrubbing the, the gunk off their teeth when you're just scrubbing the tooth away. The tooth don't need, like, it's not made that way. So you'll meet people sometimes who have, you know, they have clean teeth or whatever, but not like they have, you know, issues with hygiene, but their teeth will look like they do. Their teeth will be scraped up. You're like, what? What happened? You won't even be able to, you won't know, but they've been, they've been using a hard toothbrush and scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing real hard at it. And you don't need to do that, man. It's kind of something that kind of builds itself up. The better your hygiene, the more it'll, it'll overlap itself so you don't have to do as much. Like, when I wake up in the morning now, my breath is not like just, you know, it's not like, like Martin, you say, like kicking. It's not like, because over time, you just, you keep brushing your teeth good enough, it's, it becomes, it's, it's it's like it builds up a goodness or something, you know, like, that's not a good way to put it, but just stick with it, and if you feel any kind of way, go seek dental professional advice, because I'm not, alright, as well, I do want to say, remember to meditate, if you, if you find the time, it's a good thing to do, I'm still struggling with mine, and I know why, it's because I'm on that I'm on the edge of my seat here. Alright. So I know that I'm always on the edge of my seat. I'm always on my heels here, on my toes here. Um, it's because I don't own this place. This place is not mine. I've never gotten fully comfortable here. My bags are still packed. You see? And I think in this transition, this bouncing back phase, if you're in that position, right, you're in the bouncing back phase, and let's say you're staying with family or something because you're in that position, which is, by the way, a position that many people our age have been in, because I'm in my late 30s, and have came back from to be very successful, all right, and it's like a resetting but in this phase, it's good not to start hanging pictures up on the wall in strange places, okay? Places that don't belong to you. It's good not to get comfortable. Don't get comfortable in places that weren't meant for you. They're not yours. You know, I found it really strange that to, to, to go into um, jail, jail and see people getting super comfortable I was in the military and in the military people would hang pictures on the wall and you know buy the best comforter and all this stuff and I never did it because I never got I knew I couldn't get comfortable it wasn't mine it wasn't my place and this is by, by, by the military, I mean in the barracks and stuff like that. I never got comfortable. Now, when I'm in my place that's mine, the place that I can call, quote unquote, home, then that's when I start that process of making that place reflect how I feel on the inside. That place, making that place a, 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 a safe zone. But until then, I'm staying on my toes, man. Because it, it, it's something in me is just letting me know that it's not time to rest. It's not time to feel. 
completely comfortable with where I'm at because it's not mine. And so I want you to remember that too. If you're in that rebuilding stage, man, get them pictures and stuff off that. Like, man, get, 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 man, stop it, man. Get your clothes out of them people's closet. (laughs) For real, like, put your stuff back in your boxes and make a goal and a plan. Like, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hanging my pictures up on the wall in, in jail. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> you hear me? I'm not staying here. I am not staying here forever. Now, temporary to us. Now, I'm, it's, it'd be a joke. I've been here for a year, right? And it's to my mind, it's still temporary. Yes, a year can be temporary. A, a year will fly. Fume. Bye. It's temporary. But I'm getting out of here. And I've been blessed. What's slowing me down a lot, finding a place out here, is just that the market is saturated. There's not a lot of housing, but there's a high demand. So these real estate places right now are cleaning up. But some gonna shake. Some gonna shake. And so I just wanna encourage y'all, man. Stay in the good fight. If you out there, congratulations. If you still in it. If you fell off, let's talk about relapsing for a second. Let's say you fell off. All right. Yes, it's part of the game. I've quit doing, like, for instance, stop smoking cigarettes. I don't know how many times it took me to stop smoking cigarettes before I actually stopped. I want to say 10 plus times, over 10 times, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I mean, I took Chantix and, and uh, uh, I, what's the other one? I can't remember the other name of the other one that most people take, but it's one of them other antidepressants they use, bupropionol, whatever it's called. And um, Chantix actually works, by the way, but they don't, I don't know if they use it. But These were times that I used to when I look back at those times I'm like wow that was a lot it took a lot like, but it's a waste of time if you look back and you don't learn anything from those 10 times that you stopped and restarted it's a waste of time excuse me it's a waste of time so make sure that when you think about them times that you, you draw something from it this time if you relapsed this year, this week, whatever it is, don't stay there. Don't get comfortable there. Set, Reset your date. Reset a start date. I didn't say a quit date. Yeah, a start date. Because when you're quitting, right, When, when the, the what you really want to do is set a start date, a day where you're going to start living. All right? It's not about quitting the drug it's about starting to live right because the truth of the matter is is that when you're a doer you're a quitter and when you're a quitter you're a doer so when you quit that drug is when you start living when you're doing that drug that's when you're quitting you've been quitting the whole time you quit life to do that drug 
Now quit that drug and do life. That's the thought process. So set you a start date. A date you're going to start living. And stick with that date. And don't make that date so far out that it's unreasonable. Alright? <laughs> you know what? Uh, 20, 2022, I'm going to... It's like... You can do that if you want, but... Don't get comfortable where you're at. And if you set that state too far out, then you're going to allow yourself to become more and more comfortable with the lifestyle you're living. You're really just giving yourself leeway to fuck up. And that's the truth. So, let's jump into some other things, all right? With the fentanyl thing, I don't know a lot about the fentanyl, but I do know that they are making this stuff from what I found. I was looking at an episode of Vice, and I don't have my notes with me, but they were making this stuff in the middle of a, of, the, of the forest or the jungle or some shit. Just in the middle of nowhere in big vats. A lot of these drug dealers don't give a damn about you. If you're out there and you're addicted and you're trusting in these drug dealers, your trust is in a bad place. See, these drug dealers, they don't care. Sometimes they don't even know. You know? And some of them know because they're the ones doing it to it, to the drugs. I mean, what kind of drug dealer would trade killing all of his people? For, I, I'm trying to... I, I don't even understand the trade-off. In my mind, I don't get it. And this is... I mean, I'm, there's a lot of stuff I don't know in life, so... Someone would have to, like... Enlighten me On this But why would you kill your customers They don't give a damn They don't give a damn about the customer It's about who's willing to buy it from them That's all Here you are Trying to figure out How to get high And they trying to figure out How to get paid Their addiction Doesn't care about life Not your life The addiction to money Being one of the worst addictions You can have One of the worst addictions You can have Cause it'll lead you down any number of avenues If you're addicted to money It'll lead you down all kind of avenues you, you, you'll, you might end up being a drug dealer You might end up being a prostitute Right You might end up being a child trafficker You might end up being a, a murderer for hire You might end up doing all manner of stuff Because you are addicted to money The addiction to money Knows no limit. So to the drug users out here, you are messing with, you are in contact, constant contact with people who have an addiction that might even rival or surpass yours. 
the, the, the need to get paid. It's not even the need, the, the, the desire, the strong desire to get paid any way possible. So how many times has this happened during, throughout the years of drug uses and all this? Well, I'm sure there's people in the 80s and the 90s and they'll tell you stories about during the crack epidemic or the, the, the heroin time, the times where heroin was real bad, where people were getting killed on the streets and, you know, different, you know, slots of time throughout those those big those big well-known drug times where. There were, you know, points of time during that those situations where people were getting killed in large numbers from bad dope. And to some of y'all from different inner city places where this is always a problem. You know, you know, um, sorry. And there's there's groups of people out there trying to figure. I mean, it's to the point now where they're trying to. They got people out here actually trying to figure out. How to give away good, clean dope to people. They're testing it, risking going to jail, and just to get clean dope to people. It's such a deep issue. This is no surface level thing because some people are gonna, I understand this, y'all. Some people are gonna get high regardless. It's not about quitting to them, it's about how do I maintain my safety while I'm getting high. It's a tough one. And then you got people out here who are trying to keep people safe, but they'll still go to jail behind it. Because them, them laws, they don't care. If it got anything to do with any of that, they want you all in jail. There's no understanding there. This is why I say it's so important to be clean. It just, it takes you out of all of this takes you outside of all of that you just don't have to be in this confusing and critical situation because most people ain't walking around with a, a test kit you know like you watch in the movies and they got the little thing and it turns blue and the little drops in it and or the, <laughs> it's you know, even when I was doing meth, people were like, okay, this is how you find out if you got good or bad meth, and da 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 da. And you gotta burn it like this, and then you gotta, sm- and then it's, and some of it, I'm not even 100% sure to you that it was a legit, any, like, like that it was true or not. You just had to kind of take their word for it. Now, sometimes you could just tell because the way it burned or the, the smell of it or the taste was just. You just knew something was wrong. But you didn't know until you did certain things. And then even then, my mindset wasn't like, okay, it burned and it tastes nasty. Let me not smoke this. I just kept smoking it because that's what was right there. I don't already bought it now. You see? And it's the mind of, of the addicted mind. A mind that's like completely focused on that thing. You know, they did the test with the with the with the mice, and the mice would would were taking the drug, giving them through the wall more than they were eating. 
and they would actually keep taking the drug until they died. These are scientific tests they did. These mice would keep taking cocaine until they died without eating. Now, not saying we're mice, but they're testing the mice for some type of reason to try to figure out why it works that way in humans. So there's some correlation between the way their brain works and the way ours does. It's just the reason why they always use mice. But it's just, I know in my heart that these drug dealers don't care. You know, I've known people in my life who are like that. They'll give you stepped on stuff. They know it's garbage. But why don't they care? Because they got to get paid. They want to stretch it. They want to they wanna turn something garbage into something good. And they're not chemists. They're not, you know, phlebotomists. They're not any of this stuff. Greed. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm really tempted to say that greed underlies many addictions. Also, by the way, greed is how you get got. There was actually a, a well-known... Uh, scammer back in the day I don't think they called them scammers back then maybe they did but he was doing scams on people and he was well known for in the mob and he wrote a book about it and they asked him what does it take to scam people he said well the person who's getting scammed has to be greedy you have to be greedy greed is what actually causes the scammer to scam but greed is also what causes the person to get scammed. They have to have greed. So they have to believe that they're going to get something for almost nothing. And all those occurrences, the only way you get scammed. I'm going to tell you, that's how I got got. I got got on some gold jewelry like that. Stupid. In my heart, I knew that the, I knew the gold chain was garbage. Uh, I knew it. I'm like, this got to be fake. I even told the dude, I said, hey, man, okay, if this is real, put this on your mama. When I said put it on your mama, <laughs> I said put it on your mama. He said, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I ain't doing that now. I, I, we don't do that. I should have known right then. I should have known. I'm like, he won't even put it on his mama. I'm telling y'all, man, you want to <laughs> you you get people to confess what they done did, make them put it on their mama. You know what I'm saying? Probably solve solve every 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 murder and all this kind of stuff in the world. All every cold case, put that on your mama <laughs> and watch his reaction. Nah, I'm kidding, man. But um, in real life, I knew that it wasn't. But I kept bypassing that part of my brain that was like, this ain't right. All because I wanted some jewelry. A slight amount of greed. You know? And crazy thing is I, I had a I had a, a girlfriend at the time. Well, I don't even know if we were together at the time, but I went to I had went to matter of fact, right in front of that store, no lie. 
I had I had I had went ahead and gave this dude like 40 bucks for it or whatever, right? And which I felt like I could lose either way. I was I was worried about it. I was like, well, if it's just 40, it's 40, I'll lose it or whatever. Cause crazy thing is if the dude would have just asked me for whatever, I might have hooked him up. But I go in the store and I got the I actually put this I put it on, right? My brother just happened to be going in the store when I was when I was coming out. He goes, where you get that chain? I said, do that there. He said, oh, that shit fake as hell. <laughs> as soon as he seen it, he was like, oh, that shit, where you get that? That shit fake as hell. Like, he just knew it. Maybe he had got got before. You see what I'm saying? And I went to that girl's, girl, to that girl I knew. She was at work. She saw it. She's like, where'd you get that? I said, this dude, I, and I'm holding it in my hand at the time. I had taken it off. And I'm like, but I think it's fake. She's like, no, it ain't fake. Here, give. And she wanted to pay me for it. She said, give me one. I said, I don't think it's real. She said, it's fake. I said, I, I said it's fake. She said, no, nah, I don't believe that. Like, just give, give it to me. I'm telling you, it's real. Man, that shit was fake. But she wanted something for not much. Once she found out how much I paid for it, she said, give me, here, I'll pay you for it now. Like, it wasn't real. That greed. That desire to to, to, to to get more than what you pay for. Now, am I blaming the people who are using it? I don't want to say blame is a good word in this situation because they died. But even then, the dead can be wrong, y'all. Right? Like, we all have this thing where we don't want to say it, but the dead can be wrong. And the addiction is what got them into the position. Is what I'm going to tell you. To be got And always knowing that The drug dealer Cares more about money Than they care about you You gotta know that Y'all be safe out there So We'll move on from that And We can go ahead and talk about some of the things in these last... So, I wanted to clarify something that's on my mind. It's been on my mind for a while. I made a mistake in one of these episodes where I said that Anton LaVey died as a drug addict in a hotel. I used the wrong name. I meant... Because Anton LaVey is the leader of the... Was the was the leader of the Church of Satan, I believe. I meant to say... Uh, um, now, his, now his, his name is, but it wasn't Anton Lavey. It was uh, the evilest man in the world, which is uh, ah, his his name escapes me right now. But it wasn't Anton Lavey. That's the wrong guy. It was Alistair Crawley. Was the name I was meaning to use. So my bad. That's been on my mind for a long time. I've been meaning to correct it. And as well, there's some. There's another issue that I want to say is uh. That in the episode Toxic Drugs Equal Toxic People Equal Toxic Relationships I spoke on the thought process Of the two hands But I also spoke on the process of It being hard to find that one person Right I'm not sure I believe that anymore It's not completely I do believe that there's a person That you connect with deeply in life I believe in that spiritual part but I think that, that 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 relying on that thought process that there's one person out there for you 
is actually an addictive thought process. It's addictive in itself. So you're addicted to the thought that that person is out there. That addiction can cause some delusion. And it will get you stuck in life. It will also cause you to see people in the wrong light sometimes because you might say they're not good enough because you can tell that to you they're they're just not they're not a hundred percent of what you're looking for. So they become you you might throw them in the barrel with the rest because they can't be the one because they're not a hundred percent of what you're looking for. Even though you've never met this one that you desire. So you don't know what they are if they exist. <laughs> You've never met them. The one could be you might like tall men who are this or that, but the one is short, fat, frumpy, and bald and works works on computers or something. You think he's a basketball. See, because you think what the one is is whatever you think the one is. But it might be the whole lesson in itself. So the thought of this one person being the one that's going to do this is, I think it's a bit delusional. So I do want to apologize for that statement there. It's something I'm having to, it's it's hard to say when you, when you're wrong sometimes, but it's necessary. So I apologize because it's my belief that that was wrong to say. And so I will say this too um, That's part of the process too It's keeping it 100 with yourself And with everyone around you As much as possible during this process Is going to be the most helpful thing you can do for you Just keeping it a buck or more I'm telling you See, the people that can't quit drugs are the people that are stuck in this delusion that they are good. That they not even messed up. Oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. No, you're not, bro. Like, you just lost everything. You're losing everything. Oh, but I'm straight, though. I'm telling you, man, it ain't like what you think. You acting like... But that's... You, you, do y'all know the delusion I'm talking about? Where it's hard to even tell somebody they got a problem. So that same thought process is the one that can cause you to wait on the one while you negate everyone else. Do I believe that there's somebody? Yeah. But what if they're not of this world? Like, What if it's on the other side? What if? I don't know. This could be a million different reasons why it's not a good idea to wait on the one. But do I still believe in the in the in the in the hands? I definitely believe that because it's still a good gauge to show you what is possible and how important compatibility really is in a relationship. So that's one of the other things I want to clarify. And it kind of takes me into tarot card reading. So as much as I've said that I've listened to tarot cards. 
I've done a little bit of testing in my own life. Sometimes I kind of run these kind of tests. I want to say inner test to see how things affect my life. So what I did was I kind of stopped watching all tarot card readings for a while. Because remember, I told you, I, I got into tarot card reading because I was by myself alone in that house, um, drugging up, depressed and all that. And it was good to hear the voice of a woman in the room with me. And the stuff that they were saying was actually filled with some good knowledge and guidance. Many of the women. So it's a given that all of nothing is goodness. Okay, so that's just... Let's just say that that's understood that all tarot card readings aren't one way, good or bad. Some people would argue that, but I'm just saying that I know the intentions of many of them are good and the intentions of some of them are greedy. But I will say that it helped me through a hard time. But what I found out when I didn't watch tarot card reading is number one. I started to watch more stuff that was business related. It was more on the lines of you know, I went I, I went to my other default from spirituality, which is business. Now I don't know if what that's what's that for you. You might have more than one default, but I'm into spirituality and business and art, you know, design, these things. So I defaulted to another thing, which was business. So I started watching more business-related stuff when I'm not watching those spiritual things. And relationship stuff wasn't number one. Because a lot of those tarot card readers tend to give people what they want, which is relationship readings and money readings. But a lot of them have to do with your past relationship. And so the downside of watching some of those tarot card readings is this that I found. Being that tarot card readings are future related many times or past related, they can cause you to be stuck on an ex or someone in your past because a lot of those readings are about that. And they can also cause you to... Um, Raise your anxiety level as well Because they'll start talking about things that are coming So there are downsides to tarot reading They can stick you in old relationship mindsets And these things Because what happens is I found that Many of these tarot card readers What they do is They study the tarot card readings Of other readers That are reading For that same month and they will go with that storyline. So if they hear the storyline of the ex who did this, that, that, and the third, and they're doing this, and that, and they see that it's getting a lot of likes, they will replicate that story in a hope, in hopes to quote unquote resonate with the user, the listener. I guess it is the user. Damn. <laughs> wow. So that is another thing. Tarot card reading is addictive. In order to get a somewhat clear picture, I realized you have to listen to a lot of them, it seems. 
to get an overarching view of kind of the whole nine. As well as I would say that I don't know how I feel. I feel like something has went wrong awry like in the spiritual sense of humanity. So a lot of there's a lot of more charlatans out there than there are actual guided individuals, divinely guided individuals. Because there's a high level of greed in this world. And so being that there's a lot of need and a lot of greed those who are needy go to the greedy <laughs> and those who are greedy seek out the needy so it's hard to find that right balance in a person who's you know really trying to help now they're there out there and I do believe some of them are right on point but I will say this I'm not pressing anybody to go start listening to tarot cards or anything. I, it's just it's something that brought me comfort. And I think over time, it could be an addiction too. And in my life, I think it actually has become one in some ways. So I have to be real about that. It's something that I listen to just as it's just become kind of like a, a comfort. But it does draw me away from other things. Just like business can draw you away from spirituality, spirituality can draw you away from business. So, there's some people who do the same thing with church or music. Will listen to music or whatever all day, which I believe is a spiritual thing. And it will put them in a certain mode, but they haven't learned anything. All they know is the lyrics to every song. They've done nothing to, to better themselves at all. But that music comforts them. So all they listen to is music. The upside of today's times is that we live in an age of information. So bouncing back and getting on track and finding your way is easier now than it was yesterday. It just depends where we're focusing our time and attention. And I know that that's part of the reason why my meditation hasn't been working. As I spoke about earlier. And I hate that. That's just to keep it 100 with y'all. Like I don't. I hate it when I feel like I'm not as close to my spirituality as I was. But I'm in a place right now where. I need to be moving and motivated and striving towards something that's going to actually put solid feet under my ground. I mean, my, my feet on solid ground or solid ground up under my feet. Golly, that took some doing. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that. It's a good idea to just get too caught up into any one thing. Unless that one thing is the addiction you need that's going to push you into a different way of life. And you have to 
be aware that that's what you're doing it for. So if I become addicted to this business I'm putting out, right, which is something that I'm deeply into, I have to be aware that I'm allowing this thing to become an addiction so so that I can reach a new level in life. But I have to be willing to let that go at any any time where it becomes detrimental to to who I am or to the good that I'm trying to get. That greed that greed is not just for the drug dealer or the user. It could be for the businessman. It, it's, it could be for the it could be for whoever is in the situation. So we just gotta watch it, I feel like. I think this is a good time right now. We're gonna talk kind of I said I was gonna talk about all these things. I was like, man, bumping, I'm gonna talk about all of them. Because this is gonna be one of the last podcasts for the year. Um maybe. We'll see. Cause I, I like I said, I've always made them based on how I've what I've had to say. Not just for the sake of being on here. So, one of the things I will say is this. It is the end of the year. It's during holiday time. I do not celebrate holidays because to me it's another day. And through all the things that I've learned in time, especially I was growing up in a Christian house and it was strange because we would celebrate the holidays, but Christianity is not, you're not even supposed to be doing it. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole nother show. So some people are going to be mad. How did he say that? Just do your research, man. I don't know. But it's helped me because now that I see the holidays is just another day. It's just a day. It doesn't build up a need for me to try to specialize that day we're getting high. I don't need to try to make that day more than what it is. So now I got to get drunk. Now I gotta get high It's just a day man And matter of fact It's a day where I get to relax I don't have to put more on it You know It's it's a blessing to be off on them days Yeah But Do I have to go get high? Nah So I mean if you out there right now Just know that I know that a lot of y'all aren't like that So you're gonna Wanna get high during these holidays Know that, the, that, that those possibility of getting high is way more high you have to really set your intentions to not do anything when you go out if you already are on board if you aren't a person who's relapsed already I would suggest that you just be really aware of whatever it is because I could tell you to stay home right and stay away from people If that's going to work for you Then stay home Don't go around people Who going to be getting high today Y'all know what time it is And if you're going to really be an adult And be serious about your re- your, 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 your Starting to live You're getting clean And you're going to be real about it Then stay home Don't go to those families' house Where they're going to be getting drunk and high Stay home and chill It's just a You're not gonna lose It's not Your family has been there all year You realize that right 
They've been there all year. The opportunity to give has been there all year. Don't let this day make you worse. I'm, I'm looking at uh, the amount of crime that goes up during Christmas and holidays in the season. Come on, y'all. Why? It's, it's ignorance. The ability to give has been with you all year. The opportunity to bless somebody else has been around all year long. You could have given any time this year. So now that you can't give, you're going to steal to give. You're going to rob to give. It don't even make sense. Don't let this day make you do bad. So if these people going to mess up your sobriety, it ain't worth it. Especially if you know you don't have the strength. Like, don't do that, man. It ain't worth it. So just be cool out there. As a gift, my gift to you, this will be <laughs> this will be somewhat shorter than it normally is. Maybe by about you know 10 minutes or so, five, 10 minutes shorter. But I just want to say that I appreciate y'all for listening to me. Thank you for making me a part of your day and your existence. It is a, a pleasure. Thank you. And I hope that I've helped you. I will also say that if you've been around since episode one, thanks for riding. I appreciate your, your, I just appreciate y'all, man. Straight up. If you want to hit me up, hit me up in my inbox. It is with Anthony Ray. That's with Anthony Ray. At gmail.com And Let me know if you have any ideas Of anything you want me to talk about Or you have any questions That I can answer Once again don't send me any attachments I will not open attachments If you send me a link That's cool I probably won't click on it But um, Just tell me where the link came from And the name of the episode on YouTube Because most likely it's going to come from YouTube Or wherever it comes from just send me the actual name of the person who's doing it and the name of the episode and I will find it. Um, because like I told y'all, I've already been gang stalked in my life. So I know what it's like and I don't trust emails. So, so yeah, see what it is. <laughs> um, and besides that, all I can say is I wish everybody out here the best, and I wish y'all peace and paper. Goodbye.